morning and happy Monday. I hope you have an amazing week this week and you're really excited and pumped about whatever you've got coming up. If you are from New Zealand and you have exams coming up, I hope you are not too stressed about them and you're pulling through okay. And if you're not on exams or you're just chilling out like I apparently still am, hope you're making the most of it. And yeah. Today I thought that I would give a little chat about how I balance my kind of busy running around seeing everything travel time versus my more relaxed holiday, you know, island beach holiday vibes traveling um, just because I have spent the last month probably visiting even more places and I mean I spent the first month I was here traveling around so many places and I just feel like I haven't had a time to sit down and just relax and, you know, process everything that's going on. So I thought I'd talk about what my plans are for this week and how I build in relaxing time but still feel like I'm making the most of my time here. So hopefully you're excited about this episode. I'll also be sharing a few tips on like if you're just going on a holiday, so maybe shorter term, how to add in some more relaxing moments into your holidays and yeah and before we get started with the episode of course I have to remind you to follow me on Instagram at great morning podcast I'm actually really inactive on there and I keep meaning to post but I always forget I always try and post my evening so it's New Zealand time mornings which maybe I should just post when I remember but anyway I'm really bad at posting. I will try and get better, especially at least on my stories and things, but yeah, we're getting there. But please follow me. Really appreciate all the follows that I get. Otherwise, if you want to keep supporting me, I'm putting new episodes out every single week, so make sure you follow me on whatever podcast platform you listen to. My brain feels a little bit all over the place today. But anyway, we will see how this episode goes. So yeah, I guess I will start off with my gratitude as always. Um, Today for me, I am super, super grateful that I've been able to see some more countries. Well, country, I saw Iceland and more parts of Spain and another part of Italy and Mallorca over the past month, which has been a wild ride and really, really amazing. And I'm really grateful that I got to see some of those cool things. I feel like every time I come on here, I'm really happy about the travel I've done. So sorry if that's getting really annoying, but you are listening to a travel-themed podcast. So I guess that's why you're here. Really, really grateful that I've been able to see some more countries. I am really grateful that I don't have anything planned so far this weekend, except, well, nothing set in stone. I'm just chilling out, catching up on some uni work. And yeah, I mean, really just... (laughs) taking it easy this weekend really grateful for some free time and finally I am really grateful for this new sweater I got I got it at an outlet store that we drove past coming back from Costa Brava last weekend and it is like so soft and I think it cost me like probably like 15 or 20 euros like it was so cheap but it's so nice and warm the only thing that's really annoying is that Barcelona refuses to get cold like we are at the end of October and it is still warm it is still 25 degrees most days like that is insane I'm so I don't know why I keep buying winter clothes but anyway I have a new sweater can't wait to actually wear it hopefully it's a little colder in November December 
before I go back to New Zealand and then it's hot again so it's like a never-ending summer which is also a good thing really grateful that it is not freezing cold but yeah so those are the things that I'm grateful for and now it is your turn of course think of three things that you're grateful for things you've got coming up and yeah I feel like I spoke quite fast through that first part so I'm going to try and slow down a little bit although I have been told by someone that I rambled a little bit too much sometimes during my gratitude so we're trying to keep them a little more brief but hopefully still putting out that weekly reminder that you have some amazing things in your life to be grateful for and it just really spikes my mood and if you are new here and you don't know why I do gratitude at the start just flick back to probably like the first or second episode I put out and I go all into detail about why I love gratitude so much and why I start all my episodes off with it but anyway moving on to the main part of the podcast today I am talking about balancing my busy travel life with my chill travel life because Especially if you're going on holiday for like an extended period of time, traveling is exhausting and you know, like you're seeing so many new countries, new places, new cities, new museums, things to do, like you're being active, um, walking way more, exercising way more than you're probably used to and probably not sleeping as much because you're catching early morning flights or late night flights and everything in between. Like traveling is exhausting and let's be real the hotel night sleeps are not always the best sleeps especially if you're in a hostel Um, your plane ride sleeps are definitely average at best unless you are one of those amazing people who actually can sleep on planes but I am not one of those and plane ride sleeps are always pretty terrible so traveling can be exhausting and if you are going I would say you're going for two weeks or less you probably can just push through I mean it really depends on your personality but that's the kind of time period where you're trying to see as much as you can in those two weeks so you probably push through a little more if you're going for like a month or like multiple months at a time like I am then having like a really busy jam-packed time without any rest days without any breaks is definitely exhausting like I did three weeks non-stop and by the end of it I was dead like I needed those days in London to almost do nothing and it was quite good because I'd already seen London so at least I didn't feel quite so bad about kind of hanging out and sleeping in a little longer and things like that so yeah I really really encourage you to build some kind of chiller time into your holiday especially if you're going for a longer period of time so for me I have just like I said at the start I pretty much haven't spent a weekend in Barcelona for a month now this is my first weekend back here which is crazy and 
while I'm really grateful for all the adventures and things that I'm seeing, I'm also really missing the routine of just, you know, living my normal day-to-day life, just going, exercising, going to the gym, eating home-cooked meals, and like not kind of just throwing things in a microwave or hoping for the best, which is sometimes what you end up doing while you're traveling around. Living out of a suitcase is also really average at best. I really, really don't enjoy that, but you know what? We made it work and I am super stoked to have all those adventures, super stoked that I'm getting a bit of a rest now. So I guess if you're going for a longer period of time, my biggest tip is to make sure, you know, maybe at the halfway point or every few weeks or whatever, you can kind of juggle it around depending on what works best with your schedule and what you're planning on seeing is to actually spend a little bit of extra time in a city. So maybe you plan it out like, Paris I always go on about this love Paris maybe you know that you want to spend you want to see quite a lot in Paris so book uh Paris is quite expensive so it's probably a bad example but like maybe you can splurge a little on a nicer apartment or a private room so you can get a better night's sleep that night um, and stay there for a longer period of time so obviously if you're there for three or four nights in one place that gives you kind of a chance to sort of semi unpack your suitcase and repack it um, in a couple days time when you need to it means that you actually get a chance to have a little bit of a sleep in and then you know start your days a little later because you know you've still got four days to see all the things you want to see This works really well actually if you don't pick a place like Paris and you pick somewhere with a bit of a smaller town vibe where you can, there's not probably as much to do, maybe a beach town vibe so that you know you can sleep in in the morning, go for a nice brunch, chill on the beach for a few days, like that is ideal and honestly having those moments to recharge means that you are refreshed and you're ready so that when you hit your next big city you go on your next big outing or when you go on your next big adventure in the next city or the next place or whatever your plans are next you actually can enjoy it a little more because you're feeling refreshed and ready to go Another great thing about splurging on probably like a better accommodation is that you're more likely to have kitchen or some sort of parts of a kitchen so you can actually make a home-cooked meal I feel like home-cooked meals always make me feel so much better um, just like health-wise you know you actually kind of get to reset your body helps you sleep better and things like that as well which is always really nice so if you can would really recommend bending your accommodation budget on those places that you're staying for multiple nights And then if you are only staying one or two nights in a place, then you can kind of jump in a random hostel and hope for the best. So yeah, really balancing out those accommodations can be really, really helpful. I am giving myself such a hard time to edit this because my words are all over the place, but hopefully that made sense. Basically what I was trying to say is that if you're spending time in a smaller city, or um, a city where you want to see lots book a nicer place stay there for longer and yeah just balance it out with whatever your budget can do and hopefully you get a better night's sleep there you can cook yourself a meal there and you feel refreshed and ready for the next part of your adventure 
Another great thing is if you are going to stay in a smaller town is that there's kind of less going on, especially in the evening. So like even if you are in a hostel and like not on a super nice accommodation, there's probably like a little less going on. So you're not going to be so tempted to like go out and feel the FOMO. I always feel like when I don't feel FOMO, I feel a lot better about my night in. It can be so hard though, like when you're at in a situation where everyone around you is going out, saying no is really, really hard. But sometimes it makes you appreciate the next day so much more. So if you can, either get yourself a private room or um, stay somewhere kind of more low-key so that you know that you won't be tempted. This also helps if you're trying to save a little bit of money at this, this um, particular city. Again, not traveling to save, but if you are, your budget is stretching a little thin... And this can be a great way um, to stop getting that temptation to go out on a night out because there's just not so much going on around you. And then when you are spending a little bit extra time in that city where you don't necessarily have things that you want to do or like trying to jam four museums into 23 hours like any crazy traveler will tell you about, it also gives you a chance to kind of actually explore the culture of that area, which makes your traveling so much more memorable. You kind of get those moments of getting to try better food because you have the time to suss out the cool places. You get a chance to maybe do some exercise if you can do a hike or just a long walk around the city, you know, gets your body moving and things like that. I talked last week or week before maybe about um, doing group fitness and finding all those free trials. Those can be really amazing. Although I will say the free trial I had today at the gym, they made sure that I was actually living here because they obviously get a few tourists in who want to do free trials and just kind of use their gym equipment. But anyway, so but yeah, I'm sure that there is always something going on that you can do that can kind of also help the health side that you're going through with your home cooked meals and exercise, but also help you experience what the locals in this area might be living like. And you really get a better chance to kind of experience the culture and yeah, makes your traveling way more rewarding and it means you have a bigger impact on the places that you're going to, which is always good. I will say having these chill moments built in, you know, adding a few extra days in a weird city can seem like a waste of time. Like, you're like, why am I paying for this random place in the middle of nowhere to stay there for such a long time? But it is really, really important because, you know, you want to make the most of when you're in those big cities and you want to make the most of your time. But there is a point where you're going to get burnt out and that's not going to be fun. So fast-paced traveling, like I did in the first three weeks, is great at the start. It's great when you're trying to fit in just a few weeks of travel um, and you don't have much time. You just want to see as much as you can. Fast-paced travel is great. Like I saw so much more than the average person traveling around Europe would see. Um, It's just that I would not have been able to sustain it for more than three weeks. Like three weeks was more than enough. And it does kind of depend on your personality like obviously the more you are going out and having late nights and early mornings so you're not getting much sleep you're going to get tired a lot easier 
But if you're more extroverted and those kind of situations give you energy and you love being in them, then you probably can do this fast-paced travel type thing for longer. really just depends on who you are. Like, I know that three weeks was my limit, but I would just say if you are not really sure how you're going to cope with it, just keep your plans flexible. Don't book too much um, in advance if you can help it. Obviously, book in your key things that you really want to do. But keep the time in between a little more flexible and then you'll know like, oh my gosh, I'm getting so dead. Let's just hang out in, I don't know, maybe you end up in Arnecy, which is a small town in France. Absolutely gorgeous. Highly recommend seeing it. But again, I did it for a day trip and you could probably see most of it in a day. So maybe you hang out there for a few extra nights. You get to kind of explore the small town French vibe but also get a chance to relax and yeah hopefully these tips have been helpful and hopefully that makes kind of the idea of traveling for multiple months on end kind of seem more sustainable and a little bit more um manageable when you're especially when you're breaking it up into two or three week chunks at a time with you know your your beach vacation in the middle um yeah Hopefully it has been helpful. I'm sure that no matter how you do your traveling, you will have a great time because at the end of the day, even if you do the whole thing fast paced and you just push through, you will make so many memories. Um, You're going to see so many places and you are going to make the most of your time. So there's no faulting that either. And no matter what you do, it'll be the right decision. And I hope you have an amazing time on your traveling adventures. But hopefully you also know how to balance everything out. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow me wherever you listen to your podcast and on Instagram at Great Morning Podcast. And put a smile on your dial and have a great morning.